The more I studied this today, I saw that the responsibility of the Word of God in the house is all of our job. Amen. That that is something you pray about actually more than anything else. Because everything God promises us will come by His Word. If you, if you see a church where the revelatory word of God is not coming forth, you see everybody who is sick, old looking, tired, beat up. And most places we'll be talking about the devil, the devil, the devil. But wherever the word of God is alive, who has time to talk about the devil? Amen. There's so much about God we don't know. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just to think about his mercy alone on you daily is enough praise. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I mean, someone was telling me that they read uh, Psalm 103 today, the family altar, and David was. Rejoice. He said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within. He said, bless his. And you see, his name was holy to him. Hallelujah. And when we put his name on anything, we know that God will protect his holiness. Amen. He will stand up for his name. He said, now, who forgiveth all your iniquities? Not sins, iniquities. The things you know are wrong and you did them anyway. He said he forgives all of it. And so if the devil is telling you he didn't, you see, he just lied. We caught him by the word. Amen. He said, who healeth? You notice? All our diseases. So we, we believe God for healing. Now watch. He said he healed all of it. So then we know that healing is a covenant blessing. Amen. So you may be sick, or there may be things, you know, like in my life, from the time I was a child till now, I've been battling bronchial things. He's been there. I, I told him I used to play the harmonica, but I will always get tonsillitis. So I stopped playing. I used to enjoy playing that, and I'd be singing all the songs, you know, whatever. I think y'all call it harmonica. We used we call it mouth organ over there. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, so you know, but it doesn't matter what attack I may be under, but healing is my portion. Yeah. Hallelujah. You have to understand that. Well. The testimony is that we overcome, mm -hmm. yeah. not that we are not attacked. That's right. Amen. 
if you haven't been attacked, then what, what? We don't know what you believe in the first place. Amen. You don't even know if you have faith to heal a headache. All right, so we go in the word of God for shelter. So it is our job to keep the word alive through the intercessions of the body. But most times, church people just come to receive. Amen. They don't feel any responsibility. Amen. You should get up every Sunday morning or every Wednesday morning and pray in tongues a good hour that the word of God will come forth with power. That God will give you the answers to your questions. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but it's exciting to me. Every time somebody tells me, you know, I was praying and asking the Lord these things, and you came and answered them. Amen. I celebrate that. Amen. That does not happen by, you know, intellect. That happens because we prayed it out. Amen. The mysteries are prayed out in tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. There's a video I watched today, and I, I gave it to them that I will show during the consecration. And Billy Brim was sharing the things God taught her about speaking in tongues. And, and how the church is lacking because we don't pray in tongues enough. We do a little bit morning devotions, and that's it. And it talks about the discipline it takes to wait on God and wait on God. That is what I've been telling you from the beginning. To wait on God until you cross over into the realm of the Spirit. You start knowing things beyond your mind. Revelations will come to you. Answers will come to you. You are, not ever, you are never in a hurry with God. You don't want hurried answers. Satan will prank you. You have to cook it. You know, the things cooked fast. Come back fighting. But the things that cook slow. Tastes good. All right, so I want us to look at Ephesians 6 so you can see the mystery of what I am telling you. Now it says, praying always. You notice? With all prayer. He said, praying always with all prayer. In other words, the Holy Spirit was ministering to me that, yes, we are praying, but we have not disciplined ourselves into the realm of all prayer. I started thinking about all the prayers that God has given that we don't use. He said, praying always with all of it. We can start talking about prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of repentance, uh -huh. intercessory prayer, hmm? prayers of forgiveness, Prayers of faith. All manner of prayer. It just depends on which one the Holy Spirit is calling for. But the Word of God says that when we are dealing with this matter, as you will see in a minute, we need all prayer. All manner. So when you're praying in your understanding, it's like the Bible says, first of all, that prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks should be made for all men. Particularly those in authority. You notice? So for most of us, we haven't followed that scriptural pattern. We always start with ourselves. You see? It's important to pay attention to the scriptures so you will know 
the way God arranged his stuff. And then when you come at him based on that, he responds. That's what I keep saying. Religion believes that you can just keep doing the so-called right thing, but nothing happened. No. If when something is not happening, God is telling you, I disagree, or I'm not pleased, or there's the breach, something is in the way, or I need you to correct something, I need you to forgive someone, I need you to put a seed. It doesn't matter what it takes. You should know that when God is not moving, he disagrees with something. Even when Jesus taught us in Luke 18, talking about the widow and the prayer of importunity. First of all, he said, listen to the unjust judge. He said, if this unjust judge would turn around under the pressure of this woman's intercession, what about your heavenly father? He's just. He's true. He's faithful. So then there's no way he will be like the unjust judge. But watch now. He says, shall not your heavenly father avenge his children that call on him day and night? Hmm? Watch. Though he bears long with them. You notice? In the unjust judge, the woman was putting pressure on on the unjust judge to answer her. But with our Heavenly Father, he says he puts up with us our shenanigans and our issues, waiting for us to understand what he disagrees with. He said he bears long with us. So what is that revealing to you? The problem is never with him. He is not the unjust judge. Hallelujah. I should have gotten a stronger amen. I said the problem is never with him. He is not the unjust judge. Amen. He said, he, though he bears long with us. When I got that revelation, I said, oh, because, you know, you are taught to, you're firing as if God is deaf. Amen. That is not travail. The one I'm talking about is this, you know, panic prayer or desperation instead of faith. The power of faith is that you're able to rest through challenges. Actually, if you are close to me or closer, I'm close to all of you by faith. But some people are closer than others. But those that are closer know that when things really get tough, I I laugh. Mm -hmm. It used to offend people. You tell me all these, you know, hideous things and it's so challenging and difficult, and I just laugh. He said, why are you laughing? There's nothing funny about it. I said, no, my laughing is supernatural. I'm laughing at the enemy. You see, if you pull, pull, you know, pull your hardest punch, and the guy stands there and laughs, (laughs) how would you feel? No, you probably run for your life because you don't know what's coming next. (laughs) He said that your heavenly father laughs. He said he looks at all the things the kings of the earth and all these rulers are doing against the name Jesus. He said he laughs. Because he knows how it's going to end. <laughs> so I always laugh. I always start with a laugh. Try it. Even though mine is not mechanical, but start with a mechanical. Maybe you'll find the, the anointing at some point. <laughs> I just laugh. Uh-huh. Your blood pressure will stay down. Amen. 
Watch, praying always with all prayer and supplication. Where? In the spirit. Watch, not in your mind. None of your emotions. In the spirit. In other words, Holy Spirit directed. Okay, now, you better learn what I'm, I'm showing you. That tells you that no matter how tough the thing is, don't go to God with that stuff as if what is burdening you is burdening him. Okay, I didn't say it correctly. What is weighing heavily on you will also be heavy to him. No, you go to him, you say, Holy Spirit, I surrender myself to you to help me pray through this right now. I'm, I'm heavy, I'm, I feel oppressed, and I'm challenged, I'm frustrated. But help me now. Yeah. Hallelujah. You'll be amazed. That's when the gift of tongues kick in. He will give a new language. Hallelujah. That will set the enemy in terror running for his life. He said in the spirit, not in your head. In the spirit. You must engage the Holy Spirit. Whether you're praying in tongues or in your understanding. You need to learn the things that please God. You should never go to God acting like this is the end of the world. That's what I keep telling you. You always begin, Lord, I know this is tough for me, but it's not for you. I know you're bigger than this thing. I don't know even how to pray about it, but I trust the Holy Spirit to help me pray through this. Hallelujah. Immediately you generate. Hallelujah. That's a supernatural response. Amen. Glory to God. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now, watch at my little level. Hmm? I always get a kick when I hear members make statements like, okay, well, I know what the altar said. <laughs> Say, it don't matter what's going on, I know the altar is undefeated. Look at that level of confidence. You should flip it on the other side. Every time you go to God, you sound exactly like that. Okay, Lord, you know, I know this is tough. I mean, I don't know how to resolve it. But I know that this stuff is nothing to you. If you can create the ends of the earth and create me, you can handle this. I will not act. I am not going to act as if God will fall off his throne because I am frustrated. Oh, I am depressed. Hmm? Why do you think David spoke to himself? He said, oh, my soul. Huh? Bless the Lord. He was commanding himself because his emotions were not cooperating. He started talking to himself. I'm showing you how to win with God. He said, praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit... And I said you should continue in it with all perseverance. Yeah. Hallelujah. In other words, once I lock in, I am not locking out. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to stay with it. Stay with it. It doesn't matter what the devil is saying. I stay with it. Yeah. With all perseverance. So you can see, if your prayer is anything else, you have to recast your stuff tonight. He said, with all perseverance. 
Why am I persevering? I know the answer is there. Amen. Then I tell you years ago, I was praying and praying and praying. I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't feeling no anointing. I didn't feel any breakthrough, nothing. Finally, I wasn't hearing anything. So I got up. I said, at least let me drive to church. You know, see who is there and, you know, whatever. Not this church, years ago. As soon as I got up, and God said, so where are you going? I said, what kind of thing is this? I've been here all day praying, and you are not responding. As soon as I got up to go somewhere, now you're talking to me. He said, where are you going? Uh, uh, the solution's over there. Watch. You, you, you train people, you know, in them thing. What do you call it? The gym. When you're trying to develop muscle, what do you do? You resist. Take his certificate from him. <laughs> yes, you, you add load to the thing and make the guy push against it. So why he says persevere because God is trying to develop muscles. He's trying to put oomph in your spirit. So when you rebuke the devil, there will be a force behind your voice. That's why he doesn't answer when you, you start maturing in the thing. He was training me. He was trying to put this thunder in my voice. He was trying to develop all these things. And I didn't understand it. I thought, well, you should be responding. He said, where are you going? Are the solutions over there? I said, no. He said, well, then come back. <laughs> so I went back and got back on my knees. And guess what? He left. He didn't leave, but whatever I was experiencing, left again. In other words, we resumed the training. That's why I keep telling people. When you decide, okay, I just can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't. And then you quit. Finally, when you repent and come back to your senses and you are now desperate, you will find that they recycle you right back to that precise point where you gave up. So then why give up? You stay with it even when it's tough. You stay with it when it's frustrating. You stay with it when it feels dry. You stay with it when you're not hearing anything. He said, with all perseverance, Amen. not some, all. In other words, whatever you get, bring it. They need to prove you in prayer. Every one of us has to be proven where? In prayer. In the theater of prayer. In the warfare theater of prayer. He said, now, praying with all manner of prayers. So you have to study to find all of them. If I go into that study, then that's all we'll do tonight. But I'm just using the scripture. Now watch. I'm watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. And Paul says, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me. He said, you have to fight with me that the word of God will keep coming to me. That's what I'm trying to show you all by this teaching. You have to labor, persevering. I remember some years ago on this journey, it was really a particularly tough time, and I was teaching on Second Peter at that time. And I hadn't finished one section, and one of you that I really love made one comment that wounded me 
but I never said anything to you today. And she said, oh, I wished you doing Second Peter. I just looked at her, I said, it's because you come and sit and just collect. You don't know how much it costs. If she was praying, she wouldn't make that comment. First of all, if you were praying, even before I get here, God has already preloaded your spirit. All I would be doing is confirming. Paul said, you pray with all perseverance that utterance may be given unto me. So I'll have a word in season for you. So if you ever come to me and say, well, you know, first of all, I didn't get anything out of that. I say, well, you didn't pray. It's not just on me. You are equally responsible. Hey, am I making myself clear? I've carried it long enough. It's time for all of us to get in. Glory to God. So when you really labor in prayer and you come to church and you see the word of God thunder with such power, then you know to go back and pray some more. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then when God starts singling you out in service, then you know he's pleased Amen. with the prayer investment you're making. Amen. You see, covenant requires participation. Yes. Not to just come and get. Because in America, there's a church in every corner. And people don't understand that that is one of the insidious things that Satan has used. Because there's always a church in every corner. But is the guy called to your destiny? You may go and sit there and just rot. Because God hasn't equipped him to bring you to your destiny. He might be tickling your fancy, but you'll be dying. And you know it because you sit there three, four years and you notice that you haven't gone anywhere spiritually. Just because it has a cross on it doesn't mean it's a church for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, because the pulpit is alive, and it always amazes me. You can read the scripture at home. Then you come to church. And I'll read the same scripture from the podium. And you'll be wondering, is it not the same thing? Uh-huh. Is that thing God put there? And you nurture it with your own intercession to buttress it. Do you know, beloved, that the responsibility for the word of God to come forth with power in your church is partly your responsibility through intercession? It's not you that will do the studying for the pastor, but you can partner with him in prayer that God will speak to him, that God will open the treasures of the scriptures unto him to feed you, to strengthen you, to bless you. That is, excuse me, the partnership necessary. That you don't just get dressed and come and just sit every Sunday from year to year. And then as soon as it looks like they're tapering enough, ooh, you're out the door. No, you partner, you pray, 
that he will receive utterance, he will receive wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, that the word of God will come with power, that God will answer your questions, God will minister to you and solve your problems through the spoken word from your altar. Join that warfare, you will see a tremendous change in your life. These are the secrets of the covenants of God he has taught us and we are sharing on this broadcast. And these are the things that will be taught at the Conquest Conference as we learn vessels of honor, vessels of honor. That's the theme he gave us for 2023. It's part of our leadership training. It's part of our orientation, acclimatizing the people of God about the way the Lord our God does business on the earth and what needs to happen for you to catch the next wave of the move of God's glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Come to con conquest this year. Remember, we have the Ignite Youth Conference going on concurrently for ages 12 through 17. Send your youth ministry. Let resurrection transform them. Those of you that have not been baptized since you believe, or even if you've been baptized, come and experience the glory of resurrection in this baptismal service. One pastor and his wife attended just to experience it. They were so amazed. The pastor said to me, in all the years I've been saved, even when I was baptized, I have never seen or experienced anything like this. Look at the videos you're watching. For the last year's Conquest Conference, I never touched anyone. The glory of God overcame them into the water. In the name of the Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and the glory will fall on them. And then they carried them out. Many people couldn't walk after they went in the water. Some people were even slain in the spirit before they got into the water. It's such a powerful testimony that the Lord Jesus has risen from the dead. Amen and amen. Get your conference information today. Get your registration done. Tell a friend. Tell them to bring their ministry staff. You, you, you won't waste your time. You will leave enriched. You'll be strengthened. God will do mighty things in your life. Vessels of glory. Joining me will be Bishop Victor Ozosike from Kingdom Life Gospel Outreach Church in Potakot, Nigeria. Michael Malden. If you remember my interview with him, it was powerful on the voice of resurrection. He'll be with us at this conference sharing what God has taught him. We won't waste your time, we promise you. Register today. Amen. Remember, we have Bible study tonight. You can actually come 7 to 9. The word of the Lord will thunder in your spirit. We've been having explosions of glory since I just returned. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's an amazing thing. You'll see some of those services when we broadcast them. Are you ready to partner with God? Are you ready to partner with your pastor for the word of God to continue to come forth with power from year to year? Never run dry. Never get stale. Join the warfare. Let your church grow. Let your church stay alive. Let the grace of God continue to increase in your church. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, we love you, we decree a victory you've never seen this week. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you. 
See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.